It's the Dynamo Dynasty Show. Let's make this episode dynamite. What it do, Dynasty dudes? It's the last regular season week before playoffs start. So I would say about five of six, five of six spots are pretty much secured due to points. However, uh, anything can happen. Uh, but let's look at week 13 on who was able to get that little bit of a, a push uh, to get closer, either a better seed or making the playoffs. Um, we'll start off with uh, record setting. Uh, Anti-Author Smith Club, 186.78. Uh, my team defeating Ian, who put up a respectable 111.5, even when he had a lot of players out on bye. Um, so, I mean, my team just went off. Uh, everyone had at least um, 17 points, with most of the people getting at least 20 um, had some boom games from Jamar Chase, thanks to a 70-yard bomb. Nico Collins went went ham. Trey McBride had his best game of his career. Puka did well. Devontae Smith did well. The only person who didn't, who didn't do well was Ramondre Stevenson, who started off the game with nine, nine carries for 40 yards, but he got injured and got knocked out of the game, and he's basically out for the rest of the season. Um, while Ian... Had very awesome performances from Debo Samuel. Um, he got a little bit of a boost with both Ramondre going out because Vizik got more points. And then uh, Derek Henry got injured and his Tajay Spears got more work. So he had a good showing, but he had no chance on this one. Um, next up, Brad starting off amazing on Thursday night and never looked back. Um, he, uh, ultimately had, uh, had some big, I mean, he, he had DK Metcalf on the first night, Jake Ferguson on the first night. And then from then on, just did He didn't care. He didn't need Michael Carter, uh, just because, uh, DK Metcalf went ham with three touchdowns on Thursday night. He also got helped out by, uh, Colt who did not play or who played Aaron Jones, despite being inactive. Um, and he had, a, again, a failing Austin Eckler. Uh, Najoku didn't do well. Um, I mean, basically, his best performer was A.J. Brown with 19.4. But, I mean, you know, with one less player, DK's Thursday night, Brad easily got this first victory. Um Next up, we got Dom, 133.46, taking down Mike Dickinson. Geno Smith against a Dallas defense no one saw coming, 30.96 points, so almost 31 points on Thursday. Tyreek Hill uh, had a two-touchdown game, uh, and then D-Hop uh, had a great game as well. Well, Mike Dickinson, he he had his running backs did awesome with A-Chain and McCaffrey, but everyone else did meh or did very poorly, like Drake London, who over, who only got 1.8. Dom is sitting pretty at the one seed, and I don't think he can get he can get touched. Um, so he's set for a buy, uh, while Mike Dickinson's at six, the sixth seed, and, and holding on for dear life. Um, Dan 
uh, continuing the process and getting another victory. He did have probably the biggest loss of the week, though, with Tank Dell having a broken fibula. No points there and out for the season. Laporta uh, carried the load on that with 29 points. Kyron Williams had 20.2. And Rashad White, again, is showing that he traded for a stud at 19.6. On the other side, uh, Andy... Kamara had an awesome uh, two-touchdown game. Lamb had an awesome Thursday night. Uh, and, and, hey, uh, James Williams uh, ran a touchdown in. Other than that, he got a zero from Hollywood Brown. Um, Gibbs didn't do much, and Herbert had a sub-10 performance. Uh, and Dan, l- looking to try to get that buy in the Constellation, has a long shot for playoffs, but he's technically not uh, statistically eliminated. Oscar uh, trying to get the he- get the uh, division lead uh, takes down Adam. Adam still has more points right now, but not by much anymore. About four points. Um, and Oscar took advantage, uh, especially with Adam having no Josh Allen. Hertz had a good game. Pacheco good game. Mike Evans continues to beat uh, Father Time. Jerome Ford had a good game. But on the other side, Adam had three point one points from who from a Kenny Pickett who got injured, and then he had two goose eggs with Joan Johnson and Terry McLaurin, which cannot make him feel good going into the playoffs. He does get a lot of playmakers back uh, because this week he had bye-bye blues, basically. Um, So Oscar uh, aiming for the division lead now, only four points behind with the same record. A win and a good score uh, this week. to beat Adam by four points, and he gets the division lead and the third seed. Um, and then Ali locks up his uh, his bye uh, and also locks up the division uh, championship, I guess you could say. He had Dak Prescott, who had a great game. Derek Henry had a good game. Did Currently, they say he's not in the concussion program, but after that hit, I don't know how you're not. Um, but we'll see. Evan Ingram had a good game on Monday night. He did, he did lose Christian Kirk, though for the rest of the season to a core injury. Not great when you're about to go into the playoffs while, uh, but he does have a week for him to week, week. I get, I never mind. He he's out for the season. He's having surgery, but I mean, his team's so good that Mixon was on the bench, like who went off. So, uh, ball on the other side, uh, you know, cause you know, he had a great player on his bench too at Chuba Hubbard, but Michael Pittman had a good game. He had a lot of double digits. Uh, Mayfield, though, only got 11 points. He lost Brian Robinson. He's on bye this week, so he has a week to heal up. But he needs them this week in order to try to make playoffs. But maybe he at least can get that bye in the consolation if he can't get playoffs. But Ali now locked up, can sit pretty on the uh, for the week, similar to Dom. Um, while Cuz, he is fighting to see if he can sneak into the playoffs. He needs to win this week and needs a lot of help. And let's see what exactly does everyone have to face in week 14 in order to try to secure their spot or see if they can sneak in the playoffs. So in our first matchup to look, we got two people on two ends of the spectrum. Um, Basically, this one has zero, um, I think, zero factor in terms of the playoffs. Potentially, if Dom lose, Ali wins, maybe there's a number one seed, two seed flip. 
I don't know. But you got the top uh, ranked Dom versus the last ranked Colt. So in the quarterback position, we have Justin Fields going against Detroit, who he had a really good game, I believe. Well, a decent game. Not really good, but decent game when they played Detroit a couple of weeks ago. Um, Chicago imploded at the end. but uh, And then you got Tua against the very easy Tennessee pass defense. Um, I think with Tyreek Hill, but you have the rushing floor for Fields. Um, I am going to give it to... I think I'm going to give it to Tua because Justin Fields can turn the ball over a little bit more. Um, so I want to give it to Tua just because uh, Monday night, you know, easy matchup, and he doesn't turn the ball over as much. Advantage Tua. At the running back position, we have James Cook against Kansas City. Uh, Swift, who is not very good against San Francisco, against Dallas. And then you got Damian Pierce who kind of took back the lead role in the Houston backfield. He's going against the Jets. And then you have uh, um, you have Eckler against Denver, a very easy matchup in Denver. But Eckler has been terrible the last few weeks. Um, Swift did not have a very good outing against Dallas on Dobbs' side um, in terms of, you know, you know, I, it's, I, I think I'm going to lean just because Pierce could be spitting with Singletary. Eckler's on a not a very good uh, streak right now. I got to give the advantage on the running back side to Cook and Swift. Um, on the wide receiver, we have Garrett Wilson against Houston. Garrett Wilson will now have, I think, Trevor Simeon starting. I think he that's better than – no, Zach Wilson will be starting. Um, so no, not that much better. Then you have Keenan Allen against Denver. It's Keenan Allen. Uh, you got Watson who has an hamstring injury, so I don't think he's going to play, um, um, hamstring injuries or are iffy and it's a Monday night. So, uh, cult better be ready. Um, otherwise he's going to be playing again with one less player. A.J. Brown against Dallas. Um, A.J. Brown, last time against Dallas, um, he went for 7 for 66, but he got a touchdown. Um, Keenan Allen, Garrett Wilson is better for than A.J. Brown and nobody, potentially nobody else. So I'm giving it advantage Dom. At the tight end position, you have Kyle Pitts against Tampa Bay. Cole Komet, who uh, he had a good uh, week, I think, last week. Seven for 43 PPR. Great. You know, 11 points. And the other one's Kyle Pitts and an Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith, uh, offense. So even though with eight targets, I mean, he had probably his best week of this, one of his best week of the season, uh, last week, I'm going to go with Cole Komet advantage at the flex position, Tyree kill and D hop. Um, they already talked about Tennessee's pass defense. Hop will go against Jalen Ramsey at Tennessee. He did have a good week last week, though. He did find the end zone. He went 5 for 75 and a touchdown with 12 targets. Um, while JSN faces San Francisco, um, I mean, JSN should have had a touchdown the other 
other week. He only got two catches, 41 yards the first time they played 49ers. And then they have Aaron Jones against the Giants. Um, not even sure if he's playing. Um, I don't even know if he's practicing. So uh, it's tough to play. And even then, it'd be a fir- his first game back. Do they even need him against the Giants? Big question. That's your highlight right now. Aaron Jones, is he going to play? Um, so I'm going to give the advantage. Well, one side is Tyreek Hill, the other side doesn't. So it's going to be Dom. My prediction is Dom's going to uh, get the victory, secure the number one spot, um, sit pretty, and have a week off during the bye. Next matchup, uh, Brad against Mike Dickinson. Mike Dif- Dickinson, you win, you're in, I believe, basically, with how the points are. I think if you were to lose, you would have uh, an, a good chunk of points that would have to be made up by Cuz or Ian um, or Andy. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, at the quarterback position, we have Patrick Mahomes against Buffalo, uh, against C.J. Stroud, against a tough New York Jets defense and he lost one of his best weapon one of his best weapons and tank dell um i'm gonna lean to patrick mahomes uh stroud has been great this year but he got banged up last week the jets defense is de- is good um he had a pretty meh week last week mahomes he didn't have the best week either but you know he's patrick mahomes he actually did worse than stroud actually uh, but going against Buffalo, I expect a lot of points scored in this in this game. Um, I'm going to give the advantage to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's going to be the highlight here. If he has a big game, I think uh, it brings Brad over. Um, but at the running back position, you have Bijan Robinson um, against Tampa Bay. A good utilization, not good production against the Jets last week. Madison against a good matchup in... Um, Vegas, but he is sharing more and more with Ty Chandler. Well, on the other side, you have Christian McCaffrey against Seattle, which uh, when they played last time, um, I'm sure he went ham. He went. He had 114 yards, two touchdowns, and five catches, 25 yards. So great game. Uh, and then you have Achan against Tennessee, whose Tennessee's rush defense hasn't been good as it used to be. Uh, McCaffrey and Achan, easy advantage. At the wide receiver position, you have Metcalf, who just came off a monster performance, but now facing San Francisco, who shut him down, even though he had like a crap load of targets a couple of weeks ago. Sutton in a good matchup against the Chargers, uh, which is nice. And then you have Jalen Waddle on the other side, um, which we already talked about um, with Tyreek Hill and, uh, and Tua. And then you have Adam Thielen against New Orleans. And Thielen has not been the same for the past like six weeks. Um, ever since week, I mean, last two weeks, 1.2, 5.5, he had a good, uh, performance in, against Dallas. Uh, basically if he gets double digit targets, he's better. So I don't know if he gets that when facing New Orleans. I don't know if it's necessary, uh, without bad, they're playing. Give me, give me Metcalf and Sutton on this one. Advantage Brad at the tight end. Jake Ferguson against Philadelphia, against Michael Meyer, against um, Mayer, Meyer, against Minnesota. Uh, Give me Ferguson. Advantage, Brad. At the flex position, you have Jordan Addison with JJ coming back, most likely. That's going to make a huge hit to Addison's production. Then you have T. Higgins, who um, Browning was was 
dishing the ball out to everybody. I know Chase had the most targets, but everyone kind of got a little bit of some. He only went three for 36. Indy can be passed on, though. So we he could get a decent spot here. Well, on the other side, you have DJ Moore, expect big. And then you got Drake London against Tampa Bay. It's Drake London. It's that, that Atlanta offense. Um, I advantage, I'm going to give on the flex side. I'm going to give it to Mike Dickinson. Now, this is a very tough one to predict. I am going to call Brad for the upset um, because I think the advantage at the the quarterback position um, slightly, because I think Stroud will have a tougher time against the Jets, and the tight end position is going to be just enough to get Brad over the hump to beat Dickinson. Um, so, you know, Dickinson could be seeing himself out of the playoffs if he doesn't get a win. Next up, we have Oscar and Dan. Um, now, I will say Dom, one last time, got it. Brad, one last time. I think he's going to get it again. Oscar, one last time. Now, let's see if he will potentially get that, that next win. Now, Oscar uh, and Dan, you have Jalen Hurts against Dallas, Goff against Chicago. Goff had like three interceptions or three fumbles, which uh, one of the two against Chicago last time. I don't think that's going to be the case this time. Uh, Chicago is doing better. Um, I think he will throw at least one pick or get a fumble. Um, But give me the rushing upside of Jalen Hurts, um, even though the Dallas defense is tighter. But you saw Geno Smith was able to uh, do some damage. Uh, Last time uh, he went for 25 points against Dallas. Um, three touchdowns. Two um, in the air, one on the ground. So give me Hertz slightly. Then you have Raheem Mostert against Tennessee, Isaiah Pacheco against Buffalo, against Rashad White and Kyron Williams. This is a tough one. Uh, White has a tough tough matchup against Atlanta. Williams has a tough match, matchup in Buffalo, against uh, Buff- Baltimore. Pacheco has Buffalo. And Mostert has Tennessee. This is tough. Um, I, I'm going to give it a push because I think both teams have playmakers on both sides of the ball. Um, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, Mostert uh, splitting more with Achan is probably going to be the thing that gives a slight advantage to Dan here. But uh, better offense is, is Mostert um, out of the four. So I'm going to give it a push. At the wide receiver position, you have Mike Evans, who again he's just he's already got a thousand yards. I mean, he just Baker just throws, and he trusts Mike Evans, and and it's it, it's working out well. You got Cooper Cup, who has taken a backseat to Puka, and a t- tough matchup against Baltimore. Um, he had eight targets last week against Cleveland, six catches, thirty nine yards, but he did find the end zone, uh, so that helped. Um, while on the other side, you have Rasheed Rice, who had nine targets last week, 10 targets the week before. So he's getting more and more involved um, in that passing offense. And then Chris Alave, which could have Jameis, Jameis Winston, which would be huge. Um, this one, I think with Cup being on the downside and Puka getting more and more work, 
give me Rice and Alave. Even though Mike Evans, I think, is the best out of the four, give me Rice and Alave. Give me the youngsters um, this time. Uh, you got one side going against Carolina. Tougher matchup for Cup against Baltimore. Atlanta is not the best matchup for wide receivers. And plus, they slow the ball down by running so much. At the tight end position, you have Goddard, who could be coming back from injury, finally, giving Oscar his stack back. And the other side is also a tight end QB stack with Goff and Laporta. Give me Laporta. Laporta, monster game uh, last week. Uh, so, yeah, nine catches, 140 yards, and a touchdown. Thanks a lot for ripping, ripping New Orleans a new hassle. So, give me Laporta against Chicago. Um, plus, first game back with Goddard. Don't even know if he's going to be playing yet. I don't even know if he has practice. He did practice in full. So, I expect him to return this week against Dallas. Um, in the flex spot, you have Jerome Ford against Jacksonville, which Mixon ran and Brown ran all over Jacksonville. You have Josh Jacobs against Minnesota. On the other side, you have Gainwell and Parker. Uh, not great. Uh, not great at all. Flex easy goes to Oscar, and that will be the difference maker here between um, Oscar and Dan. Kenneth Gainwell needs to somehow take more and more snaps from uh, Swift, which could be could happen because he's more of the passing down back, and you got to hope he gets a bunch of passes. But give me Oscar's side. He has the more complete team. I mean, he's got playmakers up and down his lineup. I think you might be looking at the favorite to win because he has so many players. I mean, even he's benching players like Najee Harris. He has Noah Brown, Josh Downs. Like, what? I mean, he's got he's got playmakers. So give me Oscar for the win here. So that's three straight three straight picks of people making the sweep. Next up, we have Adam versus Andy. Adam won the last matchup. Um, and this time, let's see what we have because Andy is fighting for a playoff spot. While the other side, Adam should be safe. He has the points basically on everyone besides Ali. And um, he uh, has a win so above most people. So uh, in order to – I do think that uh, – he is pretty safe to make the playoffs. Andy needs uh, to win and outscore Dickinson and Dickinson to lose as well. Well, no, Dickinson six and seven as well. So he needs to basically win and get another get get enough points. So I, saying Dickinson is a win and in actually is incorrect. Um, there is some points that have to be um, scored. So basically, if Dickinson doesn't like completely implode he should be in with a victory at the quarterback position give me between josh allen and justin herbert herbert has going against denver which is a, a good matchup they're playing a little bit better while allen is against kansas city allen will throw his picks i know that but he's still going to score expect a high 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 scoring uh game here even if it's shitty on the first half the second half should be huge give me josh allen at the running back position, Barkley against Green Bay. Roshan Johnson, who had the uh, lion's share of the carries, goes against Detroit. Well, you have Gibbs going against Chicago, which Gibbs wasn't really utilized against New Orleans. Don't know why. And then Kamara against Carolina, which is a smash play. Uh, give me Gibbs and Kamara. I think Kamara is the best out of the four. Um, 
He's going to be the most utilized. And Gibbs, you know, I think they're going to get a more 50-50. I mean, you can't ignore talent, so he's going to get it. Give me Kamara and Gibbs. At the wide receiver position, you have Ayuk against Seattle. You have uh, Ayuk last time against Seattle. How did he do? Uh, two catches, 50 yards, but he did get a touchdown. Um, and uh, Amara St. Brown, it's Amara St. Brown. He keeps continuous streak. Uh, again, double digits all throughout the year. He does it again this week, I think. Then you have C.D. Lamb, who's the best out of the four. Easy, monster play. But Ridley is against Cleveland. A tough defense, bad weather, and a new quarterback, most likely, in C.J. Beathard. Give me Ayuk and Amarase Brown, the better duo. C.D. Lamb will do his to do his and get his points. But um, I think the, the gap between Ridley and, say, Ayuk, is wider than CeeDee Lamb and Amaran St. Brown. At the tight end position, you have Fryermuth, um, now with Mitchell Trubisky. Last week, after that big performance on his return, he only had three catches for for 29 year, yards. Um, while Hawkinson is Hawk. I mean, Hawk is the number one tight end um, um, in fantasy football. Give me uh, Hawkinson. Fryermuth is going to have to make, make do some work this week if he's going to give Andy a chance. At the flex position, you have Brandon Cooks against Philadelphia, Zay Flowers against the Rams, uh, against a two tight end set with uh, Fryermuth and likely, and Elijah Moore uh, with bad weather, like I previously mentioned. Amari Cooper could be out, which would be a bump for Elijah Moore. He had 12 targets last week. He converted to four catches, which is not a great conversion, but he had 83 yards, which is nice. So Elijah Moore could have a big week this week. Um, however, um, give me fl- the, uh, Adam's flex side. Adam gets the win. So four straight pl- teams that I think will complete str- uh, sweeps of their opponent this year, of the people they have to play twice. Next up, we have Ali. Verse Ian. At the quarterback position, you have Dak Prescott, who is currently the quarterback three. He's been basically quarterback one for the last like three or four weeks against Joshua Dobbs, who before this week they were questioning if he would be the starter. Advantage easily goes to Dak Prescott. At the uh, running back position, you have Derrick Henry, who is in practice. I mean, the dude was basically knocked out on the field. Not sure how he's allowed to, how he's he's not in the concussion protocol, but going against Miami, they could abandon the run quickly if they get behind for too much. Um, he's not really using the passing game. You have ETN against Cleveland, not a good, not not good um, matchup. Uh, but rib dealing with also dealing with a rib injury. Well, you have Javante Williams in a good matchup, um, but he's in a three-headed ty- type of timeshare. Um, then you have David Montgomery against Chicago. Uh, Montgomery uh, scored last week, 56 yards, not the greatest um, yards per carry, but against Chicago, uh, he should be doing better. He should find more room. He had 76 yards. He had 6.33 yards carry. He had a touchdown. He's going on for his fifth straight game with a touchdown. Um, I think 
I think I'm leaning towards Javante Williams and uh, David Montgomery for the matchup here. They have easier matchups. I think they're using the passing game more. more. At least Javante Williams is. Give me Javante and Montgomery. While they could lead on ETM because Beathard, but give me give me Williams and Montgomery. <clears throat> At the wide receiver position, you have Jacoby Myers against Minnesota. Myers uh, had a great week uh, before the bye against Kansas City. Let's see if that returns. Deontay Johnson, also with a new quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky. He only went for four for 33, but did find the end zone. Uh, that doesn't happen very often. It'll be a Thursday night game, low over under. I don't expect a lot of fireworks there. We have Debo Samuel. He went off so off against the Eagles. He had three, uh, I think, he had two touchdowns, I believe. Two touchdowns. Uh, he had two monster plays so two but basically plays he went off um i don't think he does that again he, he's always good to break one um but yeah that's going against seattle we'll see what happens so he's always a danger there then you have jj in his triumphant return i know ian's been waiting patiently jj against vegas he's had plenty of time to heal up one side has jj the other side doesn't and doesn't even have anyone close to that type of caliber player even with joshua dobbs Give me J.J. and Debo Samuel. At the tight end position, you have Travis Kelsey against Buffalo and Tanner Hudson um, for Ian. Easily goes to, easily, easily goes to uh, Ollie here on the tight end position. At the flex, you have Jaden Reed against the, the Giants. And then you have Joe Mixon against Indy. Um, really good, really good there. Um, while you have Godwin, who, I mean, Godwin, I don't, I, I, he got in the end zone. No, he didn't actually. Against Carolina, he got a goose egg. Um, goose egg, goose egg, goose egg. Um, actually, I believe he ran one in. He ran one in last week. So he did, he did get some points, but he got no receptions against Carolina. And then you have Devontae Adams coming back from uh, from from the uh, bye. He got plenty of work. He's getting plenty of looks. Uh, ooh, this one's tough. One side still has Browning at quarterback. Give me Jade. Ah, oh, man. Packers are playing red hot right now. Give me Reed and Mixon. Uh, I did have... Ian listed it on here as my pick. I'm going to change it to Ollie. Well, I think I think the advantage of Kelsey over Hudson and Prescott over Dobbs will be the difference here. It will be closer than we expect, than the experts expect. I think it will be closer than we think, and Ollie will get another win, potentially with a Dom loss capturing the number one seed. I don't think Dom will lose, though, as I previously mentioned. So... Uh, but Ali will still be sitting pretty in the number two seat and getting that by. In the last matchup, you have myself, who I think with my extra win, my points is sitting pretty right now to make it. But um, I still need to win. I need to win. I need motivation of coming back, you know, 
going on a little bit of a win streak here. I need the motiv- motivation into the playoffs. Uh, also, I would love better seeding, but it is what it is. Uh, I want to avoid uh, Oscar at all, at all costs. But honestly, any any team in the playoffs w- can make make a difference. So my team might actually be the worst out of all of them. Um, while Cuz uh, is fighting for a playoff spot at the QB position. So Cuz, if he wants to get in the playoffs, he has to win because I think his points are way too way too low. Um, at the quarterback position, Brock Purdy um, coming off a massive four-touchdown game against Baker Mayfield against Atlanta. Uh, give me the advantage of Brock Purdy. I'm going to go with the safer option, in my opinion, with Brock Purdy over Lamar Jackson. Uh, that's the question I have every week. Well, this week I'm going Purdy. Purdy against Seattle. Against the In the running back position, we have Tony Pollard against Philadelphia. Not a great matchup. Um, I don't think he performed really well against Philadelphia the last time he did 9.3 points, not the worst, but not the best. Um, you have AJ Dillon because I lost from Andre Stevenson, which sucks, but he is going against the giants. And if Aaron Jones goes down, that is good for AJ Dillon, but we don't know. It's on Monday, extra day. Aaron Jones, you just need to take a seat. Just they don't need you against the Giants, okay? Next, you have Chuba Hubbard against New Orleans. Chuba had a great two-touchdown game last week. New Orleans has not been the defense that, that we've known the known to love. This is a divisional matchup, though. Um, and then you have Brees Hall with a new quarterback and Zach Wilson again. Um, going against Houston, not, not a great defense. Um, I think because A.J. Dillon is a wild card with Aaron Jones. Plus, even when he is the starter, he doesn't play that well. Give me Hubbard and Brees Hall advantage to cuz on this one. At the wide receiver, wide receiver position, Jamar Chase, who got held by a 70-yard touchdown last week, still had 12 targets uh, last week, 11 catches, 149 yards. It all looked by the, by the, um, the line of scrimmage at first, but then... They started let, letting uh, Browning throw, uh, and it worked out well. Indy can be thrown on, so I think Jamar Chase can still produce. While you have Nico Collins, um, who gets a big bump with Tank Dell going down. While the other side, you have Romeo Dobbs and Stefan Diggs. Diggs, probably the best of all four. But Dobbs, the gap between Nico and Dobbs is bigger than the gap between Chase and Diggs, even with Browning. Give me my side, Nico and Chase. At the tight end position, you have Chiggy Chiggy Bang Bang because I don't have McBride this week. George Kittle on the other side. Um, Kittle gets the advantage. Easy. At the flex, Puka, who looks like he's going to play. Um, currently killing it right now. I think he's overlapped. Uh, Cooper Cup, currently the uh, wide receiver nine. Devontae Smith could get a, a, a downgrade with Goddard coming back. Not great. Hopefully they keep looking towards Devontae Smith. I'm not looking happy about it. While you have Zach Moss against Cincinnati, Zach Moss did not have a great, but he got plenty of work. He's just getting back into the things. He will be the highlight here to see if he can get to his top five running back self. Then you have Michael Pittman, um, who did great last week. Plenty of catches. He's a target monster. I like Michael Pittman um, against Cincinnati. He's going two Colts in his flex. Give me, give me because I have a t- 
you know, Pittman's a top 12 guy too. Give me the flex on Cousins' side. With that being said, with everything that's listed, I will have my revenge. I will have my revenge against Cuz, who beat me last time by like 2.1 points. I will get the victory. That is my that is my my guess, and I will go in the playoffs at a good win streak after being near the bottom of the the rankings all year. Um, so we'll see what happens. It will be a tight one. This might be the game of the week, um, potentially. Uh, so good luck, everybody. About to hit the playoffs. And we are in the thick of things. I'm sure people are going to be biting their nails. Some people not, might not give a shit. Some people are already out. Maybe look until next year. But here we go. This is where the regular season comes to an end after this week. And people gear up for playoffs. Fighting for the number one, number one pick. And fighting for that championship. So here we go. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Later, guys.